Hello everyone, this is Katie. I am your host. Welcome to Health Formation, the podcast where we give you health and wellness news to use. Today we have a very special guest on our podcast, Danny Almeida from the Original Strength Institute. And Danny teaches us all about pressing reset on our nervous system. So this is something that Marcus and I really didn't know anything about before we talked to Danny and before she filled our brains with information about pressing reset and the importance of utilizing the tips and tricks that she discusses in today's episode in your day-to-day. So what we talk about is really simple ways that you can use movement and different breathing techniques throughout your day to help improve your overall strength and function. And I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and learn something from Danny. Perkins and Beth both were like, oh my God, Danny would be so good. She'd be perfect to come to me on the podcast. So we're excited to have you. Why don't you start out by just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got into fitness, nutrition, and wellness. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so hi guys, my name is Julie Almeida and I have been in the fitness and wellness industry for, uh, over 15 years now. I started as a volleyball player in college, uh, and had gone down the path of, uh, deciding if I wanted to do, um, athletic training or maybe physical therapy or go the fitness route. Uh, after many injuries myself, uh, getting totally beat up during college volleyball season, I, uh, ended up going into like a sports management and business degree. And I started kind of exploring more movement, more fitness, uh, training, helping with my, my own college team, uh, training people kind of on the side had gotten certified. And then I became the director of campus recreation. So I started, you know, with the university doing uh, more of the the recreational side and decided I really enjoyed the fitness side. So I really enjoyed helping people get stronger uh, and not just, not just the play side of things, which I do still love. Right. Um, so yeah, so I got certified and I got my master's degree in exercise science and um, I have been, you know, personal training and doing that, like I said, for about 15 years. I uh, came to uh, this area. So I lived up in the mountains of North Carolina, came down. Oh, from what area of the mountains? Um, Banner Elk uh, okay. or Beach Mountain. Yeah. So we're right outside of Boone area. I, I do miss the mountains, but uh, Raleigh area has been really good for us. So I live in Fuquay now mm-hmm. and I've been here since 2011. I have a gym here in Fuquay called Original Strength Institute. And I, um, I have a business partner, uh, Tim Anderson, and he wrote a book called Pressing Reset. So uh, Pressing Reset or Original Strength. And that's kind of what he kind of wrote in his, his mindset on, on what Original Strength is, which I can go into, um, really kind of formed a lot of my later on or where I'm at kind of now in my career and what, how I or why I do the things, thing, the things that I do. <laughs> did you um did you kind of get into it because you had injuries as a college athlete or was it something else that connected you with original strength? You know, it was it was kind of just one of those things uh, where we just kind of like fell into each other. Um, as far as I needed a place to train clients, he had a space and we kind of met that way. And he had just written this book, right, introducing me. 
I, I was definitely drawn to the concepts of I've always been really into like kind of a more natural approach to movement. And so once I started learning about original strength and how um, how much more stable and injury free I could make my body and resilience I could make my body, um, I was naturally so much more drawn to learning the concepts that we teach. I'll, I'll explain that whatever you want. Yeah. Me to, okay. but <laughs> so I guess we can kind of go into like what it is that you do at original strength like exactly yeah. how is the program tailored and what makes it different from like a normal gym or a normal um strength program so and also too i just had a question so original strength is different than original strength institute right so yeah. they're two kind of separate entities okay so yeah so let me start there okay so original strength is based off the idea that everybody's body is made to move and that you were never meant to be broken so you know a lot of times you'll you'll hear people say like i'm too old for that or i'm just getting too old i'm getting injured all the time or everything hurts well we've kind of come to believe a lot so many people have come to believe society is kind of formless that the older we get the more our bodies are just are broken people at the age of 60 are living in nursing homes and and struggling to care for themselves because they've kind of come to believe this this lie that we're just broken that, that we can be broken and and the truth is is that uh, we have an ability to be able to heal our own bodies with movement and so what we do is we teach people how to press reset uh, and we literally teach them how to press reset on their nervous system. So just like a computer or a cell phone, uh, when it gets slowed down and kind of gunked up and not working right, we, you know, what do we do? We, we reset our phone, we turn it off, turn it back on, things like that. Well, we can kind of do the same kind of reboot on our body by tapping into some simple movements that literally tap into your nervous system. So all of these movements are based off of developmental movements that we did as children. So uh, we focus on movements like breathing, so diaphragmatic breath, uh, head control. So we're trying to engage the vestibular system, get their heads moving around. We get them rolling around on the floor. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I'm curious of what you're thinking now. <laughs> and uh, we do rocking on our hands and knees, crawling, and contralateral movement patterns. So all of these things to help tie into our nervous system, take us, uh, which you know most people kind of live in that fight or flight mode of that that high stress, high anxiety mm -hmm. um, mode. And so what we do is we take the nervous system down a notch and we allow them to get into that rest and digest mode. And that's really, that's really what original strength is. So we teach people how to press reset and we run these certifications all over the world. My business partner, so Tim is, is leaving for um, the Philippines on Saturday. Uh, we've also got a workshop in Chicago and Minnesota, like coming up, we just, oh, we have one in Manila on Saturday also. So it's literally all over the place. So do you guys go and train all of those or do you have other trainers as well? So we do both. Uh, we do have a staff. Uh, we have a really awesome team of instructors that we've certified all, all over the country. So the one in Manila is led by one of our lead instructors that lives in um, Brisbane, Australia. So he's cool. wow. But yeah, so those those certifications and that that thing is, is actually an educational system. So we right. you know, we teach our physical therapists, we teach personal trainers, everything like that. Now, that that system is something that we use in our gym original strength institute okay so this is like kind of where it separates so we do teach that system there's gyms all over and fitness centers and physical therapists 
holistic doctors using original strength but original strength institute is our gym here in fuquay and everything um kind of comes back into that concept of pressing reset so um our members are aware that you know they, they come in and a lot of times people are you know maybe have felt broken or they just they just feel like they haven't you know, they're not strong enough to do X, Y, Z. And our biggest thing is we fought, we tell them we'll start where they're at and we help them see that they really are as strong and able as, as they want to be. And that uh, basically we kind of uncover all of these different layers of strength and help them show or see themselves as an not broken and a very resilient individual. So for the pressing reset, so is that something that everyone should do and should you do it every day? How often is that should yeah. you press reset? Yeah. So, uh, yes, I would recommend that people press reset every day. For example, for myself, I will set my alarm in the morning and I use the reset um, specifically breathing just to kind of help get me centered throughout the day. Um, and so, like, I'll set my alarm in the morning for three minutes before I actually have to get up. And during those three minutes, I'll lay in bed and I will just focus on nice, deep, diaphragmatic breaths. And what a lot of people don't realize is that, yes, we're breathing all day, every day. But a lot of us are breathing shallow breaths into our chest uh, and we're not fully activating the diaphragm. And when we don't activate our diaphragm, we're not getting our full, um, basically our full core online. So any, you know, we're trying to stabilize the spine. Right. And the only way that we can stabilize the spine properly is by taking those nice, deep diaphragmatic breaths, because basically you've got your diaphragm at the top, a pelvic floor at the bottom, which is pretty important. And, yeah. we've got, you know, all of our all of our ab muscles on the side, transversus, all that stuff. So when we're breathing with our diaphragm and I know you guys can't see me that are listening, but if you're breathing with your diaphragm, if you put your hand kind of up and you have a, a pelvic floor underneath and you think of like a cylinder. As you're breathing with your diaphragm, everything rises and falls together. Well, when you're breathing into your chest only, you are not activating your pelvic floor. And a lot of times we have pelvic floor dysfunctions when we are not breathing properly. So you'll see people coming in with different pelvic floor dysfunctions and back pain, things like that, because they're losing, they don't have that stability and they don't have that strength built all the way into the center. So we, we tie the X together just by breathing. That's awesome. He's doing it yeah, right now. Yeah, I was trying it. I, I noticed that. Like, as soon as you said something about shallow breathing, I'm over here like this. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I try to sit up straight and, like. Yeah. So, when we're breathing, what we teach is we tell people to, um, to breathe with your tongue on the roof of your mouth, with your mouth closed. Breathing in through your nose. So that's our natural way to breathe. Our, also, our tongue should be at the roof of your mouth. That's the natural resting place of your tongue. If you're not sure about that, if you try to kind of like give a, take a big like whip, it's just your tongue will naturally go there. Did you feel it? It's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Right? <laughs> so, um, so that's the natural resting place of your tongue. And I, you want to be breathing nice, deep breaths into your belly. And it's so, so much air is going into your belly that it's also filling up into your lungs. So you want to have a three-dimensional breath. So your belly will rise, your chest will expand, and your sides will kind of expand also. And that's, that's a full diaphragmatic breath. Now, going back to your original question is, should you do it every day? Yes. So realistically, we should all be breathing diaphragmatically every single day. Chances are a lot of us have kind of lost that uh, that pattern, that, that breathing pattern. A lot of us are not breathing uh, deep diaphragmatic breaths, so we need to practice. 
And by spending maybe three minutes a day with just breathing, like next thing you know, you'll start be you'll start to find yourself breathing diaphragmatically on a more regular basis. So I feel like if I did that in the morning when I wake up, I would just go back to That's sleep. That's exactly what I was thinking. Sometimes I do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about while you're doing it? Um, so usually I use that kind of as like my, my affirmation time, you know, so, um, yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of positive self-talk. Uh, so, you know, like whether it's like, you're going to rock today, uh, I don't usually say that, but you know, I have a few different things or prayers that I might, um, spend my time there kind of, you know, laying out my day, talking positively about myself, uh, what I'm grateful for in that moment you know, just kind of a, a positive experience. And, and sometimes I totally do fall asleep, <laughs> but you know, it's very relaxing. <laughs> well, that's probably good too, because then it starts your day off on a very positive note. Yeah. Cause that's the worst when you wake yeah. up and like, everything's like bang, 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 bang. And then yeah. your whole day is just, you start your day with yeah. gratitude. Yes. That's, that's great because I just wake up in the morning and then scroll through my phone which yeah. doesn't really do anything positive for me in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, push that back a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just not do it in the morning. I should just omit it from That's my morning. That's what I try routine. to do. I try Char- to leave my phone like on charge until after I've showered. That's what I do. So are there any other things that you do for the reset or you mostly just focus on the breathing? So the breathing- I know look, I saw the videos online and there was Definitely some rocking and rolling yeah. that I was watching. There's a lot of stability stuff too. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I do the breathing in the morning, just helps me get my head right. Um, but, you know, I, I usually spend about five to 10 minutes every day going through each of those uh, big five movements. So the breathing, spending time breathing, uh, moving my head around, rolling around on the floor, rocking, and some sort of uh, contralateral movement. So I do that about, like I said, five to 10 minutes a day. Um, I would recommend that if anyone else were looking to press reset uh, and get the most benefit out of the full body benefit of that, that, you know, they take maybe five or 10 minutes also. Um, And yeah, like you said, there's tons on Instagram and and YouTube and things like that as far as, uh, you know, follow along stuff. We've got tons of videos like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so you utilize these principles in your gym as well. And so what else do you guys do in your gym? And what kind of people actually work out there with you? Yeah. So I, uh, so we start every single session that we do. Uh, we do a mostly small group. We do some private personal training, but you know, in a small group setting, you'll come in the first 10 minutes is the reset. So you'll spend the first maybe two or three minutes laying there breathing, and then you'll go through and, and the coach will kind of guide you through different resets. We kind of call it a reset flow because one movement connects to the next. Uh, And it's an opportunity for our clients to come in and kind of just, you know, really turn off their brains, let their body relax. Again, we're trying to to tap into their nervous system. And when you've got people that have had, you know, high stress days, a lot of a lot of our members, you know, coming to the gym is, is a high point, one of the best parts of their day. So we do our best to make sure that we've, um, you know, taken care of their brains, because the the last thing we want to do have people walk in that are already way stressed out and put their bodies under more stress. So, so we take them down a notch, allow them to rest, allow them to clear their minds. And then we move into, um, you know, it, whether it's a circuit style. Now, when I say circuit, it's not your traditional circuit. It's more of like a station. Um, and they range from anywhere from five to 10 minutes each. So it's not like your quick one minute, you know, do a, a bunch of weird stuff. Kind yeah. of thing. Uh, we do weird stuff. I'm not going to lie. We do weird stuff. <laughs> 
Um, but but uh, we focus on natural movements. So we believe that there's a few movements that everyone should be able to do well to live a long, healthy life. And that's they should be able to squat well. They should be able to hinge well, which would be like a deadlift or maybe picking up a box off the floor, laundry basket, things like that. So bending at the hips. All right, so squat, hinge, uh, be able to push. Uh, in the gym, that might look like a push-up or pushing a sled. Um, pull might be like a pull-up, if you think of, or a row. Uh, we also believe in, um, we, we teach people how to carry. So we do a lot of farm work is what, what we call, and that's just carrying objects from one place to another, uh, being able to, that's loading our gait pattern, so our walking. Um, and then we also have people practicing getting up and down off the floor because that is an incredibly important skill that you need to have for a lifetime. So we mix in all these different things with recess through a session and we have fun. We challenge people. Uh, we challenge them also through like uh, work capacity mindset. So we, we like to tell people or teach people how to make hard things easy. So that way, when they get faced with obstacles, even in real life, they are able to kind of build that mental resiliency as well. Yeah, that's, that sounds awesome. That's awesome. Just like the, the functionality part of that, I think, is huge because most people sit down all day and then get off work and come home and sit down all day and then wonder why their body won't do some of the things that it used to do, but they don't ever train it to do anything yeah. other than sit. So I think it's awesome to kind of restore some of the functionality and like the basic movements like the squat and the hinge, pushing and pulling. Yeah. So they say the average person sits like 13 hours a day. Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's a lot and and that's the average person there are people that sit a lot more than that mm -hmm. and so when you look at it you know people we're, we're made to move you know our bodies are not necessarily meant for sitting in the chair that long and so then people go and they say okay well i'm gonna go drill myself into the ground and i want to have a, this like kill myself hard very challenging workout well i don't i don't really believe in that style because your body has been sitting for 13 hours or however long right. and then we just want to drill it into the ground and then we're going to go back into the chair. And, yeah. and the thing is, yeah. <laughs> I like never thought about it like that, but that's so true. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. I can't remember like where I read it, but somebody was saying, um, if you take one hour out of the day and exercise, why do you think that's going to make your life better if you're sitting for the other 23? That's true. So, you know, our, our goal is, is to, to increase movement in an everyday basis. And, and we also try to look at fitness and what we do in the gym is not just a, a workout. Uh, we look at it as a move, like as movement in general. So right. how can you increase the amount of movement that you do throughout a day? Uh, and so some of that could be just pressing reset. Like maybe if, if, you know, you're sitting at your desk, maybe every hour, you stand up and you do, you know, maybe 20 cross crawls, which is where you just tap opposite side. It may not seem like a lot at the time, but if you add up and you do, you know, five, five rounds of 20 throughout your day, that's 100 in one day. By the end of the week, you know, five day work week, you've done 500 cross crawls. By the end of the year, how many cross crawls is that? You know, it, it adds up kind of a, a way to build an easy habit. And it also helps to um, one of the things that we've talked about previously, sitting all day promotes insulin resistance. And then that has a whole host of other negative health consequences. And normally I just tell people to walk for the last two minutes of every hour, but now I can start telling people yeah, to do, do different anything, things. Especially like yeah. if you have someone with 
osteoarthritis yeah knee problems anything like that so one of the things too that we've been talking about was helping people who feel like they're really unhealthy like they don't know where to even start so how do you kind of recommend or how would you counsel people I guess to start if they don't do any physical activity at all sure so um I think the biggest thing is is you know, and this is something like literally plastered on our walls is start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. So depend. And that's not my quote. That's from Arthur Ashe <laughs> not credit for that. Obviously it's everywhere, but our, our goal would be to address each individual. So, you know, if, if someone's, you know, been sedentary or sedentary for the last, you know, five years and decided they just really need to get up and moving. The easiest thing to me would be to start working on getting walking. Like, so if you're telling them to start walking for two minutes at the end of each hour, I think that's fantastic. I think walking really is the best starting place. The next step from there is I, I obviously I'm a little biased, but I recommend doing the resets. Now walking is actually a reset as well. It's, um, it's a contralateral movement. So walking is very good for your brain. It helps tie your center together. Now, here's the thing is a lot of people, when we walk, we don't really use our arms. We put our head down and we're looking at our cell phone. <laughs> so um, walking as we're intended to walk uh, is what I want to see versus, you know, or even how kids hold their backpacks, you know, hunched over, not using their arms. So what we want to do is when you're walking, get outside, stand tall, put your cell phone away, put it in your pocket if you need it. Uh, for emergency kind of things, but, you know, walk, let the arms swing, stand tall, keep your eyes forward and practice breathing uh, with your mouth closed. So that would be step one. Step two might be, you know, come in, start doing some of your basic rocking, like on your hands and knees, uh, kind of moving forward and back, maybe doing some baby crawling. You can do this anywhere. It costs nothing. And you can literally do it on your carpet at home. So, you know, practicing getting up and down, say, okay, I'm going to see how many times can I, this sounds crazy, but how many times can I get up and down from the floor by myself, you know, for five minutes. And if you are not used to moving very much, that will get your heart rate up a pretty good amount. Just getting up and down off the floor. I feel like it would even for people that were fit. If I had to get up and down for five minutes, I would be gassed for sure. <laughs> it really does. It, I mean, it, we, it, it's, it's a good workout. I think that's going to be my warm-up today. Good for your core. Don't use your yeah. arms. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. That's, so, a, that's a really good, like, just general skill or, I guess, strength to have. Because if you fall and... When you're old. Yeah. Yep, I agree. One of the other things I saw on your website, too, which you just mentioned, but posture. So do you guys yeah. focus a lot on that? Because I know a lot of negative health consequences associated with posture and all of us just being on our computers all day is really bad for posture. And I try to focus on it, but sometimes you forget. Yeah. And I sleep in like the fetal position too. (laughs) I'm like sleeping like this all day and then I'm on the computer like this all day. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, posture is incredibly important. Uh, Here's another thing is posture is reflexive. So, you know, a lot of us think like, okay, maybe if we go and we stand up next to a wall and you, if you put your, your shoulders back and you stand up and you, that's straight, right? Like, okay, so now I'm going to practice just staying here. Well, that doesn't last very long, just mentally thinking I'm going to practice keeping my shoulders back and my head up. Like, you can't really think like that because eventually it's just going to come back down. But like I was saying, posture is a reflex. It's a reflex that we used to have. We used to, I mean, if you look at a child. Their posture is incredible. And unless they have a structural issue going on, their posture is upright. I mean, you look at like literally a one-year-old baby, they, their, their posture is perfect. So, you know, we've, we've again, formed these habits and stress 
taxed our nervous system and convinced ourselves that, you know, this is our new posture, right? Because now we're over our computer, we're here. So our body, our brain is saying, okay, what's the most efficient way to hold my body? Because I'm sitting in a chair all the time over my computer and I'm really stressed and I'm breathing high, uh, shallow breaths into my chest. So our body is adjusting to what our lifestyle has given it. So the way that we reverse that is by giving our lifestyle an adjustment to change our posture. Because again, it's reflexive. So it changes based off of how your body needs. Doing things like rocking on your hands and knees is a way to realign your spine. Uh, getting out and walking and standing with your eyes forward and letting your arms swing another way to realign your posture moving your head up and down. And I, I know it sounds too easy, too simple to be true, but moving your head up and, and down and side to side is a huge way to just change and, and to be able to, you know, get your brain to, again, take it down a notch to help reset the service or nervous system and allow your posture to become upright again. That's awesome. Those are such easy things too, that you can do sitting yeah, at your desk. Do, yeah. yeah. That can have a really big impact. One other thing I saw on your website was you guys have a big community focus. I think that was probably at your gym. Um, I don't know if you wanted to say anything about that, but I saw that on there, too, that I thought was cool. And you even had, like, a prayer request form on there, which I thought was nice as well. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there's, like, multiple avenues from that. But, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, so community and uh, – well, first of all, community in the sense of, like, trying to build a community is incredibly important because – you know, having a supportive system and people that you actually enjoy being around, things like that, keep you coming back, keep you excited, make it fun. So there's that. But we also believe in community service and we do a lot of different service pro projects and activities and um, elements. We have different elements of service within, you know, kind of embedded into everything we do because we believe that when you're serving others, now granted, we're serving others through our business, just through our members. But when we're serving our community, when you get to serve with other people, that's just another way for you to really see how much impact and how much strength and how much um, ability that you have already within you. And it's a way to kind of bring people together. So, you know, we, you know, my goal at the end of the day is to show each and every person how strong and able they really are. And when you show people that they can have an impact and an influence on other people's lives that really need it, they it's it's just it's a whole other way to, to strengthen people. So it's, it's really important to us to have that aspect. And you also had asked me earlier who kind of comes to our gym. I don't think I actually answered that. You know, it, it's when we do our community service, it is kind of a, a, a way for us to kind of build that community. But a lot of times what people are looking for when they come to our gym is, is we get kind of our non-traditional gym goer. Uh, so, you know, our, my target is not the people that are just trying to get rock hard six pack abs that are, you know, trying to like look hot for their spring break trip. Like that's not really who I'm, I'm targeting. I'm, I'm targeting people that aren't really comfortable in the gym setting that maybe don't enjoy it. Uh, people that have been injured in the past or that currently feel broken, um, like maybe they've tried something and uh, they got injured doing it and they need maybe a little bit of support. You know, so I'm kind of targeting more of your, your not traditional gym goer. And those people have felt kind of like left stranded. Well, also, there's like less than 3% of the population is currently physically active. So, you know, if you look at the population, there's not that many people that really enjoy working out. <laughs> like, so, so I want to help those people that are, that, that don't know that they aren't meant, you know, that the people that think they're going to be injured forever or that they have to live in pain forever. Right. 
that's who I, that's who I want to help because I know that that's a lie and that we can help them. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like the people that need it the most. Yes. And that also helps to heal their mindset. And then that's a whole nother yeah. benefit. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, did you want to say anything else about original strength? Anything that we should have asked you that we did not? Uh, the main stuff with original strength is, you know, we believe that our body is awesomely and wonderfully made. And that, like I just said, you know, no person is ever meant to feel broken or weak or fragile. And so by taking that time to tap into the resets and to just press reset in your body, restore your nervous system, you can really, really change the way that your body feels, the way that it moves and the way that it performs from everything from having more energy, less pain to better sleep. So, and it's, it's stupid simple. It really is. So it's, you know, it's very little effort. I mean, other than just starting, cause that's the hardest part, you know, it's very, very low risk and high efficiency. Once you get started, you'll feel the benefits. Right. Okay. Um, that's great. And everyone has a trouble, has trouble with sleep these days as well. So that yeah. is another benefit that I didn't even think of. I'm sorry. I also didn't answer your prayer request. Um, <laughs> part. So, Go ahead. You can talk about that. Yeah. Sorry. I totally forgot. So yes, we have a, um, a spot right on our website that we, uh, we offer people an opportunity to submit their prayers. And we have a team that prays uh, for the individual and we pray like, so our, our team will send them a prayer back, but then we also pray for them. And that's, that's pretty important to us. We are a Christian company, uh, however you want to say that. Um, but we, you know, we do uh, believe in the power of prayer. And so we, we do get a lot of, a lot of prayers that actually come in and it's, is that's pretty powerful in itself also. And, um, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. It's definitely, that goes back to community too. And just not working out just because it's good for you, but also having that, those relationships and making those connections with other people. Um, so I just wanted to ask you about the women's movement collaborative, which I know you started as well. Um, and I also watched videos about that online and it looks like the people who, are a part of that love it and it looks like it's like very meaningful to them so I just wanted to ask you how did that got started and who's yeah. part of that yeah so actually and we're we're actually about to have our event this weekend so I guess by the time this comes out it'll be passed but we've right. got about 55 women from all over the actually from the world we've got some coming from Germany and Canada wow. um but you know coming here to Fuqua Marina uh, to come move. So, um, but yeah, it, it all got started with just the idea of a lot of women feel this, this need to compete with one another. And there are a lot of societal norms that our culture has kind of boxed fitness for women in. And so what we're trying to do is to teach women, uh, to look at move fitness and, and movement as a whole. So we're, we want to look at moving more and kind of getting outside of that traditional box. Like if you were to type in women in fitness on Google, you're going to pop up with a bunch of like half naked girls and, you know, bikini and sports clothes, like ripped abs, like looking all, you know, and um, it's true. It's true. And then there's going to be like things on, everyone's going to be talking about weight loss and, you know, get shredded, make him want you more, you know, whatever it is. Um, and the truth is, is that uh, we are all very different and it's not, you know, we shouldn't be working out 
to punish ourselves or, you know, to have our body type look a certain way, but to feel a certain way. And so we introduced all these different women to different styles of movement. So like I might teach my um, kind of my style of pressing reset. I've got a gymnast coming. I've got a hip hop uh, dance instructor coming. And she actually oh, recently just danced on the VMAs, which is really cool with Lizzo. Wow. Yeah. And um, we've got someone coming that's going to like teach us how to swing maces around and Indian clubs and we're going to get outside and do some nature stuff. Like there's <laughs> yeah. a little bit, yeah, a little bit of everything. But when we do that, it takes a lot of women. It, it, it helps them one connect and be able to connect with other women, but two to take them out of their comfort zone a little bit. And uh, when you take a woman out of their, her comfort zone, any person out of their comfort zone, it's a, a really huge opportunity for personal growth. Uh, and to really help them see again, how strong and able they really are. So again, you know, that's my, that's my ultimate goal for everybody. Right. Um, so yeah, you started so, this, right? Yes. Yeah. This is our, is this our third, I think this is our third year doing it here in Fuquay. And yeah, it's, it's, I've made some really incredible relationships and, and friendships from it and seen some awesome stuff of just kind of women taking a step outside of the box and, and making big changes in their life afterwards, which is really cool. That's awesome. And it, I checked it out like a few weeks ago and it was already sold out. So yeah. must, yeah, must be popular. Just about to tell my girlfriend about it, but I guess not. Next year. <laughs> next, next year will be first on the list. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's that's another great benefit for women, I think. Yeah. As part of that's it. a huge, like you were saying, the stigma of women in exercise. They're kind of limited and people should not feel like they have to go to the gym and do back and biceps, chest and triceps, like legs to to be considered workout Fit? capable. Yeah. Okay. Or anything like that. Like you can turn anything into a workout, like deadlift your laundry basket or yeah. do a farmer walk with the groceries coming in. Like there's just it's more like functionality in my opinion. Yeah. So like, how do we get people to just move more, to yeah. just, you know, want to move because it feels good. Not, yeah. you know, not because they feel like they have to, or, you know, I just had five cupcakes yesterday. I totally have to go for a run now or I'm just right. You know, like it doesn't work like that. So I try to get rid of the term exercise as much as I can and, and just teach people to move uh, and just move in, in unconventional ways. It doesn't have to be the traditional sense of movement. I mean, move in whatever feels good for your body. If dancing feels good for your body, go dance. If basketball feels good for your body, go dance, go for a walk, whatever feels good for you. <laughs> I play basketball and I dance. So So tell us or tell our listeners where they can find out more information about original strength. If people are in the triangle area, how they can find out about your gym. And also if they're not, I saw you had an online training as well that people can sign up for. So where can we find all of that information? Awesome. So um, if you want to learn more about Original Strength and how to press reset, uh, we have several books. Uh, you'll go to OriginalStrength.net. You can also type in Original Strength on your Amazon cart. We, we have books on Amazon as well. Start with the Pressing Reset book. That it has a ton of information there. So OriginalStrength.net. You can also follow us on Instagram at OriginalStrength underscore or Original underscore Strength. Uh, and then our gym is OS-Institute.com. And again, we're located in downtown Fuquay Barina. We do a two-week trial. It's $29 for anyone that might be interested in coming in, seeing what makes us so different. We say we're sort of like a gym, but better. 
So, uh, <laughs> so come see why we say that. It is different when you look in here and you come and see people moving. Um, and then for those that are not in the area and want to check it out or maybe you just don't have time to get into Pequot, uh, we have an online program at OSI-Online. And it's like $10 a month. We've got workouts that you can follow along with right at your own house. They're minimal, minimal style workouts, minimalist. Um, and then we also have a few other programs and things like that uh, if you want to have a little bit more accountability. So I'll link all of the things that you just said for our listeners in the show notes so that you can go directly to the website or the, on the um, Instagram page so people can access that easily. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. I learned a lot. Yeah, I did too. I, I was thinking on the way over here that this was going to be different than a lot of my other interviews because normally I feel – like well-versed in the material that we're yeah. going over. But today I was like, I'm going to learn something. And yeah, I learned absolutely. way more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> so. Well, good. I, I'm, I'm so happy that we got to do this. And uh, and if I can help with anything, you let me know. And awesome. Um, and yeah, if anyone has any questions, I'm also happy to answer questions. So you're, um, we can include uh, contact information there sure. as well as you would like. Oh, I can put your email. I'll put your email in there as well. Okay. Uh, and I'll come check out Original Strength Institute. Yeah. I'll make him come with me. Oh, yeah, come. We'll have fun. <laughs> we can give a testimonial yeah. as part of the episode. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And it was nice meeting you and great talking to you. Nice to meet you guys, too. See you later. Bye. You. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of Health Formation. As always, please check out our Facebook page for more information and resources on original strength and additional updates that we post throughout the week. If you have any questions for Marcus or myself, please feel free to email us at healthformation.podcast at gmail.com. And all the information that Danny provided today is in our show notes as well as her contact information. So thank you for tuning in and I hope you have a happy and healthy day.